0: Sponsored by Harlem Beer Distributing North Carolina. For more information, log on to their website at harlembeernc.com. Hello, my name is Precious Rose Dunlap, and this is my mother, Michelle Timberlake roll founder of Marjorie's Future Jerky Incorporated. We would at this time like to thank our new customers as well as our repeating customers for your business. For every $1 million orders that we receive, our company is giving $2 million away to divide amongst 400 of our paid customers. You see... That's the way we roll. So come place an order at ww.marjoresbee That's ww.marjoresbee Marjorie's Beef Jerky is the best tasting beef jerky on this planet. Marjorie's Jerky.com. Yeah, that's right. Cause that's the way we roll. This is the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Monday, August 16th. I'm Donald it's Manic Monday here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. I hope you had an outstanding weekend. And guess what? We are 12 days away from the start of the HBCU football season. Can't wait. So on today's show, and by the way, if you missed any of our podcasts, We began, as a matter of fact, on Wednesday, August the 11th. You can log on to our website at BoxToRow.com, BoxToRow.com. Also, on iHeartMedia where you can also find the podcasts as well as Apple Podcasts. So, what I want to do today is give you my top five players to watch. This is the 11th edition of of my top five HBCU players to watch. And it, it was obviously tough. I had to pinpoint five in years past. We may have done six, gave a couple of players uh, a tie. And, and we probably could have done that this time around. I mean, if I look at a guy like a Marquise Bell uh, out of Florida AM, the defensive back, if I look at a guy like even a Xavier Smith, uh, also, a I also had a Florida A&M, a wide receiver, some other guys that definitely could have made um, the list. But I chose to go with five, and these are the five that I'm going to go with. I'm going to start with number five. Ezra Gray, the running back for Alabama State, and he had a really, really good spring, uh, had a solid 2019 season. Uh, this is a young man that, um, in addition to having an outstanding spring. He led the SWAC in rushing 436 yards. He led the SWAC in rushing yards per game at 87.2. He also rushed for three touchdowns on the season, averaged 5.2 yards per carry, but he's also an excellent student. Okay. He was named first team Kosita academic all district. He was named to the FCS ADA academic all-star team and he was named a finalist for the Doris Robinson Scholar-Athlete Award. Remember the game that he had against Jackson State last year on national television where he rushed for 195 yards and he had multiple touchdowns in that game. This young man is definitely a player to watch, Um, maybe the best running back in the SWAC, and so ultimately we'll see. But if Alabama State is going to have some su- success, and they had a, you know, the quarterback position was solid. They had a freshman, played well, got some good receivers, but that running game has got to be good, and Ezra Gray is going to lead that running game. At number four, I had the Kobe Durant, the corner from South Carolina State. And he showed why, meaning Durant, why he's on the preseason Buchanan watch, watch list. As the best defensive player in all of FCS, uh, he had four interceptions on last year, played in four games, had four interceptions. Now, three of those interceptions came against Alabama AM and quarterback Aquil Glass. Not only that, all of the interceptions came in the first half. You know, he had five pass breakups on the season. He's a shutdown corner, and a lot of teams stayed away from him after that game against Alabama A&M because, you know, I mean, I didn't see all of South Carolina State's games, but if you look at the number of tackles a corner has, he had a total of eight tackles on the season, which would indicate to me that teams didn't even throw in his direction, right? He had the five pass breakups, so teams weren't even throwing in his direction, Uh, And I mean, he's number four on my list. Number three, he's the only, this young man's the only player from 2019. I looked at what he did in 2019 because I wanted to really include the players and what they did more recently because I think you have to get kind of back into a groove for a lot of these players that didn't play in the spring of 2020. It would have, it'll be uh, what, 20, maybe like 20 months since a lot of them, for a lot of them, the last time that they played football. But John May Martin is actually a pro running back, a professional running back. He was, he, he was a professional running back in 2019. I had a chance to watch every game uh, with the exception uh, of one. And uh, he could have, if, if he made himself eligible for the 2021 draft, I mean, he he more than likely would have been taken. Um, he has the rare combination of a guy that has absolutely tremendous speed, but also power. He he will run you over. Um, he he doesn't have a lot of a lot of players going to remember Tariq Cohen. I mean, he doesn't have that kind of speed, but, but he's he's close. Like he's got a lot of speed. Um, you know, he uh, in 2019 had a a solid performance against Duke. Um, led the MIAC was fourth in the FCS in rushing yards per game at 120 and a half right he led the FCS uh, in yards per carry with 7. Point, a 7.7 average he also had 23 rushing touchdowns on the season which also led the FCS 1446 yards rushing on the season the Miac, the last couple of years 2018 2019 uh, for those that remember Cartright he, he's sort of uh, the running back for T in 2018 was the main running back. Jamein Martins is to me is a combination between Cartwright and Tariq Cohen power, not afraid to hit you will run you over, but also has that speed. He had nine. As a matter of fact, he had nine carries of 50 or more yards and all of those were touchdowns, right? So this young man is absolutely tremendous. I think he's already gotten a senior bowl invitations already getting some invitations already hadn't even stepped onto the field and he's going to be a dynamic and a dynamite player and number two Jordan Lewis the defensive end for Southern and you're talking about really when you look at numbers and I mean I look at numbers I've never seen a guy in five and a half game, five games right five games on the season have 10 and a half sacks 15 tackles for loss on the season, he led the FCS in both of those categories. He had 27 total tackles, 19 of those solo. No surprise that he was named the Buck Buchanan Defensive Player of the Year in spring of 2021. Like, there's no surprise uh, about that. There've been four HBCU players that have been named that have been uh, named Buck Buchanan Award winners, and the last was Deion King the linebacker with Norfolk state going back to, uh, the 2015 season. And for me, right. Okay. I look at what he did. Okay. Let's look at what he did in 2019. Well, in 2019 in his rookie year, six and a half sacks on the season, 11 tackles for loss, 27 tackles, 19 solo. So that's what I need to know about that young man that his trajectory is going up, and I expect him to have a huge 2021 season. That leaves us with who is number one in my top five player HBCU players to watch. I mean, obviously it's going to be in a quill glass, but not for the reason that you may think. Box to Road national offensive player of the year. He's the reigning player of the year. In the spring, five games, completed 58% of his passes. Definitely wants to get that percentage up for 1,355 yards, 16 touchdowns with four interceptions. Or excuse me, that was just four games. So, I mean, you look at the numbers, average four passing touchdowns per game, average 339 yards passing per game. He's now thrown for 7,558 yards and 73 touchdowns during his career at Alabama A&M. We had, if you heard, if you listened to the show um, uh, this weekend, we had, of course, Connell Maynard, the head football coach. He says, hey, you know, he was a a top 20 uh, senior quarterback coming into the spring of 2021, right? Rated a top 20 uh, NFL prospect for senior quarterbacks. He needs to continue to do the things, according to Coach Maynard, that he did in the spring just elevate those, right? And and again, I think he needs to get his completion percentage up. But from some of the websites I've read, he he can make all the NFL throws. So this is a young man that we definitely will have our eye on, and he's number one in terms of our top or my top five players to watch. So number one, Aquil Glass. Number two, Jordan Lewis. Number three, Jamaine Martin. Number four, De'Andre Durant, and number five, Ezra. Great. So that's a look at today's, or a listen, I should say, at today's HBCU Football Daily Podcast. On tomorrow, we're going to have a conversation with Alabama A&M Offensive Coordinator Dwayne Taylor. You want to know why Aquil Glass, or one of the reasons why Aquil Glass has some of the success that he has, one of the reasons is Dwayne Taylor be on the lookout for that interview again a reminder the box to row countdown to kickoff gonna take place this upcoming Saturday we're going to be in Durham we're going to be at Zwelly's kitchen it's at 1 p.m uh, we have uh, we have Sam Washington of A&T will be in the building Trey Oliver of North Carolina Central will be in the building Sean Gilbert the new head football coach at Livingstone will be in the building. Shaw, head football coach, Adrian Jones, will be in the building. Winston-Salem State, head football coach, Robert Massey, will also be in the building. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Come on out if you're in the Triangle area, Raleigh-Durham, the Triangle area, North Carolina. Maybe you're passing through that area on Saturday around 1 p.m. Come on in, rep your school, and we're going to have a great time. This Box to Row Countdown to Kickoff will also be televised on our website at BoxTorow.com. Look for that information forthcoming. So have a wonderful rest of your Monday, and I'll talk with you tomorrow.